0: Hey, what's happening, AJ?
1: What's up, man?
0: Hey, guess what? <laughs> you don't want to know what's happening? Okay. <laughs> We're just going to go guess it right till we guess what?
1: Yeah, guess what? What? You're just like a mosquito that won't die. <laughs> <laughs> Hate's not a strong enough word for you, Brian.
0: Wow. Wow. Out of context, <laughs> it sounds really mean.
1: <laughs> They'll get it. They'll get it later. <laughs> once once they play Saints and Sitters.
0: AJ, if you could replace all the grass in the world with something else, what would it be and why?
1: Um, Well, I can't say the thing I would actually replace it with on air. Um, <clears throat> is, it, for... is it dildos? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I mean... It could be. But I think I could have said that on air. Uh-huh um uh i don't know pizza yeah just pizza everywhere
0: it seems it <laughs> seems like it would be fun for a day and then it would just be rotting pizza everywhere <laughs> all right
1: all right because no, it regrows it regrows into fresh pizza oh oh and then you, this is you, pizza you eat grass. and then it regrows <laughs> I yeah, understand. It's
0: delicious. pizza grass. Okay. I'm all caught up now. Yeah, Looper says weed. That sounds fucking pretty good. No, that's not what I was thinking, but. All right. Dude, it's Monday. It's time to start the show. Let's do it. Let's. Uh- This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and 2 Eyes Friday right here on PSVR Without Pearl. We do it live for your viewing pleasure on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern, all the time. It's almost like we're never not doing it. We also do it on podcast services of your choice at your leisure, where we upload it, and then you download it or do something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I listened to an mb 3. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Pearl, and to my right, you're also right. It's AJ from The Underground. PSVR, underground.
1: What's up, man? How's it going?
0: You, I, I'm waiting for you to say, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going well. How's it going with you?
1: Going really well, man. Got here with like five minutes to spare on an empty tank of gas mm-hmm. and paid my water bill. <laughs> I'm getting shit done over here, man. Hell oh, yeah. Shit done. But, but I am ready. It is Monday. Ooh. And I know that mondays usually suck but we are here brian to ensure their monday sucks
0: just a little bit less (laughs) i hope it does man i really hope it does dude. i gotta say like i mean it's been a busy day so far like i've got, i've got no real complaints um i I woke up because i had to get to work on my my official like you know edited saints and sinners review um, which has been Boy, what a struggle, dude! <laughs> like, it's it's just a lot of a lot of hours that go into just playing that game, and then when you have like seventeen hours of gameplay footage to chop up and make a review from, that's not an easy task. And it just made me realize what a difficult generation this is going to be compared to some of our some of the games from last gen. Uh, but it should be out later tonight, and I do have to say that I had the privilege of uh, recording with Dustin from Last Stand Media today. Um, so for anybody who uh, is a fan of last stand media colin's last stand uh i got to we got to have a full-on conversation about psvr2 uh so look forward to that over there on last Stand media coming up obviously the patreon supporters get that shit first but we had a good time man dustin's a cool dude we i've only kind of like just seen him in passing you know like caught him here and there on on the podcast but he's a cool dude man he's a big fan of vr and uh and we, we had a really good time talking today um so shout out to all the all the all the cross-channel cats out there who uh who keep pushing for me to go on their show i really appreciate it
1: probably a lot more to talk about now than there was the last time you were on uh last Damn media
0: yeah the last time i was on it was it was more of a recap (laughs) of like the of the psvr one generation than anything else um but uh but yeah it was definitely more exciting this time around the last time it was all speculation this time it was just some speculation um Cool. Uh, we got Joey VR in the chat with the five dollar tips. Says my brother drove up to my house from Gloucester to try out PSVR two, then bought one for himself on the drive home. Do we know where Joey VR's is from? Is that like Gloucester, Massachusetts? Is that like Gloucester, like UK?
1: I've never heard of Gloucester, oh. so, uh, but there's usually a similar similarly named town in every state, <laughs> at least like three of them.
0: Yeah, that's awesome though, Joey. Uh, Joey's Joey's doing doing the legwork for Sony.
1: It's <laughs> good <to> stuff. <laughs> doing God's work, yeah. Joey. Yeah, that's that's usually how it goes, man. That's how last gen. That's how I got all my friends to get VRs was they just tried it out. Um, <clears throat> and then one of them had a PS4 Pro, and I tried my VR with their Pro, and then I ended up getting a Pro because <laughs> I was like, I ain't going back.
0: It was like like peanut butter and chocolate, man. It's like two great tastes that go great together. The, yeah the pro and the psvr one for all those for anyone who wasn't following <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest start to a podcast ever grizzly bear king with the ten dollar tip says i came here looking for the best walking dead saints and sinners chapter two retribution review psvr two games cast live and that's exactly what i found good day cats thank you so much grizzly bear king it's good to see you hell guys. yeah man oh joey sure. says he's massachusetts it. sorry oh, I, I, nice. I got really excited
1: uh yeah really really excited about today's show because yeah there's a lot to talk about with saints and sinners too it comes out tomorrow uh i think and um i don't know why you live in the future yes um and i'm just really excited to to do it i did i did post a review on it it's like you said man i mean it literally has consumed it was literally like all i did for the last like four or five days yeah um And nothing else. That's why I was late paying a water bill. (laughs) That's why I have no uh, gas in my car and uh, all these things. But it was worth it, man. And uh, there was, despite getting the review out, there's so much more that I feel like I want to talk about and discuss, which we are going to do here today. Plus, I'm excited to hear your thoughts because I've been completely in my own little Saints and Sinners bubble uh, just trying to, to play it and get through it.
0: Yeah, for real. Uh, I don't know what anybody else thinks of this game. I haven't checked out anybody's reviews, um, and uh, and and it's what it's it's strange, man. Like I don't I don't know if I th- I think every review I've ever done in my life, I've always been. I've always finished it, published it, and then watched the comments rolling, and thought, "Oh, there was that one other thing that I wanted to talk about." It's always something. Always, man, always something. And and this is the first review that I've been like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care if this is like days after embargo lifted. I'm like, I'm. I, every time I think of those things, I just keep adding them to the review. Uh, which which yeah. is why, which is why the review's not out yet. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. There's a
1: lot to cover in this game, and because there's just. There's a lot of game in there, and there's a lot of things to talk about. It's at the very least a very interesting discussion piece.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's there, there's absolutely a lot to talk about, and we're going to talk about pretty much all of it. Um, I think we got a long show ahead of us. Uh, Minus spoilers. Yeah, oh yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, we wouldn't do that. The game's yeah. not even fucking out yet. <laughs>
1: like, I don't, that I would mean, be mean. You can hardly you can hardly spoil this game though. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I yeah. I, th- I think that's true. I, th- I think I do think that like um, I think that Skydance had to show off more than they probably wanted to in order to get people to buy it, which is pretty much the case for like every movie trailer ever. But like, you know, they I feel like that Axeman, uh, like the, the I feel like that could have been a nice surprise and been like, oh, what is going on here? And, and instead they reveal them in the trailer. I think that would have been really cool if they yep. just like didn't say anything about that but i think you need something like that to sell the game unfortunately yeah
1: <clears throat> i think i think obviously there's like some locations some surprises and stuff that is the only thing we want to avoid but there's there's plenty that we can talk about without you know um spoiling anything for sure
0: nice. for sure kill artist won the dreamweaver game cap with the five dollar tip in the chest as i got my prescription lenses in today just in time for saints and sinners too. i'm very glad that you're going to be able to see this game Crystal clear, but we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, AJ, I forget to bring up the run of show. Uh, real quick housekeeping before we get into the uh, first topic of the show um, make sure that you join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. That's where these conversations happen 24 uh, 7. That's where I hang out 24 7 while I'm working, which probably makes the work go by a little bit slower, but you know, I like hanging out with you guys. Um, also, If you're not already subscribed to AJ's channel, make sure you do that. The link for that is in the description below as well. Uh, We've got some amazing co-hosts on this show uh, and make sure you subscribe to all of them. And of course, go check out AJ's review if you want to get two takes on Saints and Sinners, chapter two, because that's all there is, AJ. There's your take and there's my take and no one else. (laughs) I'll be
1: be honest with you, man. (laughs) I won't name names, but I did peek around and I was like, Did they even play this? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Pobity's nerfect.
0: That's right. Uh, I forget what other... I don't think we had any other housekeeping. That's about it. Brian,
1: it is Monday. Sure is. And we would like to thank those who support us in another way that changed their name on YouTube or LeGougler to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something game cat adjacent and this week we have three two new game cats welcome nope. to the game cat dojo
0: i'm so confused three. it says two okay but there's three I, I added one after i sent you the first run of show so in case anybody didn't know the show is really scripted i write all of aj's words for him and when i screw up it looks like he screws up.
1: <laughs> uh two new game cat three new game cats. So welcome to the Game Cat Dojo. Anyways, starting wow. with Unstable, the Game
0: Cat Sanity. Ping. Dude, I feel like I feel like this is me. <laughs> like I I I feel like Unstable Sanity is me. I, I don't know who this person is, but I think I feel like we have a lot in common.
1: I feel like I've heard that name before. And I wonder if that's just a GameCat adjacent name to the one that I heard before. We've also got Serial Killer the GameCat Dojo regular, not decaf. Bing. I nice. love it.
0: The GameCat Dojo regular. Oh, right, this Dojo. I was thinking, I was like I was like I don't remember Serial Killer playing all that much Zenith with us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not not that we, Dojo, this Dojo.
1: We've got two GameCat Dojo GameCats.
0: Decaf is for suckers.
1: Yeah, does anybody ever even drink decaf?
0: I, I mean, uh, my, my parents do after, like, seven or six. Hmm. Don't Interesting. understand
1: yep. I really just got to – because I drink coffee just for the caffeine, really. I mean, I drink it every day, um, but it's like the caffeine is, like, what I need. Like, I'm not just like, mm, I just love coffee without the caffeine. Yeah. This is this, uh, this is why I had a
0: problem with vodka.
1: Finally, last but certainly not least, we've got four the
0: four-dimensional game cat. Bing. It's my dude over there in voice chat, hanging out. I feel like I wake up every morning to four D's voice. It's a good voice too. Very very soothing. Oh yeah, four D. I wasn't even. Thinking, I wasn't putting it together. Sometimes the the
1: YouTube names and the Discord and and PSN names don't match, and someone be like, "What's up, AJ?" And I'll be like, "What's up." <laughs> what's your YouTube name? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what's your what's your PSN? How do I identify identify yourself? Yeah. Identify yourself somehow.
0: Oh, it's crazy um, when people have like different identities like everywhere everywhere like 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 Yuki. <laughs> like Yuki's got like yeah. 17 names and I'm just like I think I know 7 of them. The <laughs> other ten are a mystery, uh, guys. If uh, if you change your name to GameCat because you love us almost as much as we love you, make sure you change your name and then put hashtag GameCat somewhere in the comments of any of our videos, and uh, and we'll make sure that we give you a shout out on next week's show. That's how that works. <sighs> AJ, what's the first topic of today's
1: show? The first topic, Brian, is of course we've got some viewer mail in today, uh, which you can leave us by going to our Discord down in the description join the best psvr community on the internet and just one of the greatest communities overall uh and uh go to the viewer takeover session section leave a hashtag viewer takeover question for us and we might feature it on the show which we are today starting with brucey two sheds GameCat writes in and says i am absolutely livid over the state of switchback Gameplay over graphics might have been acceptable for PSVR one, but is it really acceptable for PSVR two? I believe we should expect more from game devs. Hashtag refund.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean that's. I, I listen, AJ. Like, I, you and I get to hang out every single Monday. I get to hear your thoughts on games that come out before Monday. This game did not come up before Monday. So before we really dive into Brucey e. Touched's question, what were your thoughts on Switchback? Well, it's an interesting one, man. Um,
1: you know, obviously, we were all super excited about it. And I'm a little torn on it. To be honest with you, I think I think the biggest thing about it is disappoint, like the disappointment surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the game but i was still i'm still i'm with brucey here and like i'm incredibly disappointed uh with some things about it and you know it's it starts with of course the, the the graphics and the resolution um it has great art style uh but then you know when i had kind of played this game first like i i played the first half of it And my overall thoughts is that the first half is like the first two and a half, the first two and a half levels of the game, I thought were really, really good. So like, I was like, oh, graphics aside, like, I'm still really excited about it. And then I played through the rest of it and I was like, "Mm, it's just, it's just not there. Like, it's just, it just didn't go uh, hit the highs that I was hoping it would hit. And as much as I tried to forgive the graphics, it was like the second half of the game was just, it kind of was just a letdown. Um, So I understand people's frustration around this game because I think even if it's not the worst thing ever, it is pretty disappointing. Um, And it's a combination of us having high expectations for it as well as the, the game itself didn't really didn't really pan out. And I think Russia Blood, even on PSVR one hardware, is still the superior game.
0: Oh, I don't think there's anything, I don't think there's any question about that. Well, I mean, there's no question between you and I and, and, and most of the cats about that, that Russia Blood is definitely the superior game. Uh, however, in my comments section on the review, it is crazy divisive, like crazy divisive. I was yeah. so shocked to see that some people weren't disappointed with the graphics at all, some people weren't disappointed with the resolution at all. Some people thought it was super scary. Um, and, uh, and and I even got a, at least one, maybe two comments from people saying, uh, Your review sucks. This is way better than Russia Blood. And so I was like, Okay, well, cool. I mean, like, it, it's. I didn't expect it to be that divisive. I expected people to be like, Man, this is kind of blurry, but it's fun, right? Because that's where I was at. I was like, This isn't terribly yeah. scary. There were a couple of good moments. Uh, but overall, like, I mean, the reason. Most of my excitement came from the fact that it was a light gun horror rail shooter, like on an on an actual roller coaster. I was like, so it almost didn't matter how much they screwed it up. I was going to enjoy it to a certain degree anyway, uh, right. and so, uh, and so there, which I did, which you did, yeah, right. It, it, mm. it does suck that the back half of the game just doesn't even live up to the first half of the game. Just a little bit strange. Yeah. Um. Yeah. um in, a, In a, In response to. Uh, Brucey's comment. I saw your long shadows in the chat say switchback suffers from poor gameplay and sound design graphics ain't fixing that.
1: Yeah, it's that's that's the thing, right? I could live with just the graphics. Although you know, when you buy a PSVR two game, you expect it to look better than a PSVR one game. Um, <laughs> and I so I could but I I was able to live with the graphics. It's it's the it's the game design itself. in this in the second half in particular, it just it just felt like they didn't have enough time and budget, uh, or you know, to, to go into it. So I really liked the first half of it, and I'll I'll try it again when uh, when it gets updated. You know, I saw the message about them, the bug <laughs> that 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 made it blurry. Right. Um. Uh. But uh. But yeah, I I really did like the first couple levels. Um. And then that was. But but the rest of it was just kind of like,
0: yeah, if anybody didn't see the message from uh, from from Supermassive Games, uh, it was it was a really strange uh, way to put it. They've been, you know, we're we've been listening. We've been hearing reports of people who are experiencing some people are experiencing blurry graphics. And, you know, they're chalking it up to a bug. The interesting thing about the statement, which is so funny, dude, I'm, I'm trying my absolute best to resize this thing so it fits on the screen. Why is this thing so big? it's gigantic dude this image is like the biggest image I've ever tried to put on a screen ever it's almost there it's almost there it's almost is this it is this it will this work there it is okay here's the image from supermassive games um, they 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 say very clearly uh, it was developed exclusively for PSVR2 right it, it, like as if it's a response to the people who said uh, hey was this just a PSVR one game that got that got Ported, like you know like this game that sort of gotten forgotten about um it was going to come out too late in the generation i no doubt in my mind that that's never what this game was going to be that this was ever in development for psvr1 um but but yeah i mean i can't the the weird part is that yeah. other people that some people are not seeing the resolution problems like according to my comments right the people in my comments, some of them are not seeing resolution or graphics problems. So, is it possible that maybe it is a bug that's affecting so many people, but not everybody?
1: I have no idea. I mean, anything is possible, but um, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. You know, like anything I just is don't possible, it. <laughs> it's just unlikely. I, anything, yeah, anything is possible. I don't believe it for one second, though. Right. Um, I just, yeah you know even the 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 previewers who previewed it that you know they they got a lot of comments and they said you know we were just having a good time yeah it was there you know even in the version they previewed so um <clears throat> i think uh i think you know you can still have a good time with it to some degree um and some people more than others
0: yeah i definitely had a good time with it um and uh, you know, if anyone out there thinking that seven uh, is a bad score, I disagree. I think seven is a is a decent score, and uh, and I think that's a I think that's a slightly generous score. Also true. Yeah. Well, this I, I guess the people I'm right. referring to are the people who who are like. Oh fuck this, it's a seven, I'm not buying it. Like so they they don't even have their own opinion on it. Which is, you know, again, totally valid. Like if you only want to buy games that are like, you know, up to a certain standard, then one hundred percent, man. Like vote with your wallet, do the thing that's right for you, play the games that you want to play. Um but but yeah, so I don't I don't consider seven a bad score. And I do think you're right. I think I was I was kind of generous. If somebody gives it a six, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like that to yeah. me is a six anything between a six and a seven is kinda of like right where my brain is at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple tips here. Uh, let's see. We got Jim Perona and the, the $5 tips Says pump for both. No, sorry. Pump for saints and sinners two, still deciding if I should get both games as I already have multiple playthroughs, uh, on saints and sinners one for PC VR. Does PSVR two saints and sinners one have haptics? Uh, I don't think we can, I don't think you or I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, AJ have, uh, have played saints and sinners chapter one on PSVR two yet, right? We have not.
1: Okay. Uh, you know because a lot of people um <clears throat> they saw my review on saints and sinners Two, and they said oh i'm going to start from chapter one and um some people were saying i i wish you know i'd love to hear about chapter one and it's like yeah i i don't know they've said that it's going to be enhanced um but we haven't played it yet so we have no idea i, I don't know does that concern you at all or
0: um, I mean, I, I I reached out to uh, to Amy over there at Skydance and said, "Hey, what's going on with uh, what's going on with keys for the PSVR two version of Chapter One?" Um, mm-hmm. Because I, we've got a lot of questions we need to answer over here. Uh, Amy said that they're waiting for Sony uh, to be able to send out keys, and also that uh, the focus they want the focus obviously to be on Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution. Um, yeah, and so you know. I, here's, here's my thing, AJ, like this is what, this is going to become a lot more clear. Uh, once we start talking about our impressions of chapter two retribution, but like, I don't expect chapter one to be, to look or play any differently <laughs> than retribution. Yeah. I expect th- those environments to look, uh, to, to, to look the same. I expect the, the controls to feel the same. I expect the weapons to feel the same. Uh, I, I expect this. I can't guarantee that, but that's what I'm expecting.
1: Yeah. And that, well, that's what I'm hoping for, too. Is like, you know, if, if, uh, if, if all the stuff that they've upgraded with Saints and Sinners 2 gets applied to Saints and Sinners 1, that's going to be fantastic. For me personally, it, because of the Horde mode, I want to go back to the trials and I want to play that with the upgraded stuff. And, and uh, see if they added anything to that as well. Even if they didn't add anything with it, I'd like to just play it with the upgraded visuals. And um, but it'd be cool if there were some extra surprises in there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, just to close out our Switchback conversation, man. Bear pig game cat ram with the two dollar tip says, "I don't want a refund for Switchback. Just fix it." I'm kind of with you, man. I'm kind of with you. Yeah. 40, Forty bucks was expensive. Uh, they sent me a key, so I can't complain about the price. Uh, but I'm going to complain about the price on everyone else's behalf. Um, this, it was not a bigger game than Russia blood. It was not a more polished game than Russia blood. Uh, it only came out six years later. And so inflation was the only thing that should cause it to go up in price. So like 24 99, I don't know, man. Um,
1: uh, I'll tell you what I did receive a review key for it, but I also paid for it because I'm just so glad it exists. Like I wish it was better, but I am happy that it that it's a thing and that I can go back and revisit it and play it at some point. Yeah. And once it gets upgraded with the visuals, you know who knows who knows how much that'll help, Um, especially the first half of the game for me.
0: Griffin VR with a five dollar tip says, "I hope everyone disappointed by Switchback checks out Zombieland. It's so much more fun, I M H O. So uh, I'm I'm sorry for having to cancel Gamescast on Friday." I won't go into the details cause no one wants to hear that nonsense. But, um, when we were still planning on doing it, uh, miles and I were going to say, fuck it, man. We can't talk about, we can't talk about saints and sinners on Friday. We have to wait till Saturday for that. Um, so let's talk about some other zombie game. And we were going to talk about, uh, zombie land headshot fever reloaded. Um, and, uh, and I, and I played it, man. Uh, oh, this is the wrong trailer. It's probably, this probably a quest trailer or something. Um, but, yeah, I played it, and, like, I'll tell you, if that game gets good and exciting and, uh, and, and like, there's some kind of, like, addictive gameplay loop in there, I haven't seen it yet. I had only jumped in for, like, a half an hour, and, I, like, I wasn't feeling it, and I jumped out. Um, and, uh, and and so I didn't feel as though I had the proper amount of time to, to even have first impressions with this, especially considering, you know, there are people I trust out there who have played it and love it and said, you know, like, you just got to give it some time. It- have you? it even, does get better yeah okay so you, uh,
1: i haven't i haven't spent a ton of time with it but i got past that It because when i first started playing it i was like oh, it's kind of boring but it's just it's easing you into things um and then once it starts picking up once it starts getting a little bit more difficult um they start introducing new enemy types and stuff uh it, it gets it gets a little bit better for sure
0: nice uh aj our next viewer takeover question comes to us from josh 76 into your delight We'll do this instead of uh, the next news story. Um, yes, <laughs> Here it's hashtag viewer takeover. What's the next PSBR two game that we should be really excited about? This is this is a tough question, man. Because for me personally, like I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be playing playing Pavlov all day Tuesday for review. Like, and so heads up if you guys want to get so in there good. and play some Pavlov with me, uh, I'm gonna be playing all day Tuesday. We're gonna definitely want a ten player lobby filled all day. Uh, so make sure you join us over on discord for that. Um, and so that's, it's, even though it's already been out since launch, I'm so excited to get back into that game. And so that's, that's like where my head's at right now. I'm not looking for new games that are on the horizon that aren't out yet. I'm looking at the games that are already out that I can't wait to actually have time to spend time with because like, you know, uh, Pavlov is fucking great and the light brigade is great. I just haven't had time to actually play those games. Like not not enough right not enough to like review them and i and I can't wait to review them man
1: there's a there's a big three that i'm i'm keeping my eyes on um firewall ultra somebody somebody asked me yesterday or something they said what what games do you think can rival um what games coming out next do you think can rival resident evil village you know, Gran, uh, Gran Turismo or, or Rival Saints and Sinners too. Yep. And, uh, and I said Firewall and Resident Evil 4 if it gets the full VR mode, um, but I forgot one thing, which I did go back and add later, and that's also Behemoth. Um, my hope is for Behemoth to be, you know, as good as it potentially can be, and uh, if so, you know, that's... Secretly, those those are kind of like my my big three. My big most anticipated upcoming games are uh, Firewall Ultra, Resident Evil Four. Hope hopefully gets the full VR mode, and then Behemoth. Um, I'm definitely looking at those.
0: <laughs> Mountain Man Gaming comes out of left field in the chat. It says Colony Wars PSVR2. Here's something. Yes. <laughs> it's like, all right, I mean, if, we're, if, if 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 the next game that we're excited about doesn't have to be an announced PSVR2 game, mm-hmm. then dude. I'm I'm just going to be about excited for Bioshock for the next ten years. <laughs> when the hell is Bioshock coming out, AJ? I don't know. I don't but know. Colony
1: Wars is never happening. I tried. I talked to I I talked to the old developers, and I was like, "Please make Colony Wars for VR." And they're like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Dude, that was thirty something years ago. Let it go." I was like, "No, <laughs> no. never, never let it go." I'm
0: going I'm to get after him for G Police. Uh, Jet Jetmoto baby. Oh yeah. Jet Moto. Um <laughs> all right, man. One more new story, then we'll get into some Saints and Sinners talking that's comes this comes to us from Amada, uh developers behind the Last Labyrinth VR. Uh Last Labyrinth, not one of my favorite uh escape room games on PSVR one. Lucky us, it's coming to PSVR two. AJ, how excited are you for this? Not <laughs> you, you played <laughs> this on PSVR one, right? I did play this on PSVR
1: one, and <clears throat> and I really didn't like it. It's definitely not my type of puzzle game. I found out I do like a certain type of puzzle game, and that's the one where you solve the puzzle with guns, which is like their other game that they released, uh, Tale of Onigoro. Um <clears throat> Excuse me, which I played on PSVR one as well. I liked Tale of Oneguro. Way more than I liked Last Labyrinth. Uh,
0: I did too, but I didn't even like of Garo that much. I was like, "This, this <laughs> is about as average as they come." The fact they were just doing Sorry. bare minimum uh, near the end of the PSVR two life or PSVR one lifespan was like just better than any other game we were getting. And so I was like, "Oh, this is good. Something that I can run around. I can run around and shoot and solve puzzles." And but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, uh, dude. Uh, Your Long Shadows has all the. Uh, has all the good opinions in the chat today. Says I'm re- I'm real hyped for a Journey to Foundation. I need me some story driven sci-fi. Uh, I I am too. And like for for whatever reason, that's the one that sticks out in my head as, as like when the upcoming PSVR2 game uh, that uh, that I'm really excited for. I just I'm trying to think about games that are ex- like coming sooner than that, right? Because like that's I think that's fall this year, and so we got we got some time on our hands before that gets there. Uh, Adam VR says synapse yeah. hype. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing when uh if when and if uh Project We Man comes as well. Oh.
0: Yeah, that was a, a strange leak that still hasn't been addressed. <laughs> yeah. Uh we got Elbert with the $2 tip in the chat it says <laughs> Ghost of Tabor hype. Uh forgot um, about that one. Yeah, well, you you wouldn't forget about it, man, if you uh if you hung out in our voice chat because because this is this is all Elbert talks about. He's been he's been in the alpha for like the last week and uh he's absolutely loving this game. And so we have to get Elbert on the on the show soon to talk about his experience with Ghosts of Tabor or Tabor, Tabor. I don't I fucking don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know a whole lot about it, but I kind of feel like that and I don't know. Um I, I'll have to learn more about it first, but I've been keeping an eye on it too. It seems like it could be really
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. Looking good, looking good. All right, sirens on my end. You know what that means, AJ. It's time to get onto the main topic of the day, and that is Saints and Sinners, Chapter Two: Retribution. Uh, we've been waiting a long time for this, man. Uh, you and I actually played uh, the, the opening hour or two or so on Quest uh, when when that first became I played available. A lot more
1: than that.
0: <laughs> oh, did you? You spent more time than that? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I played like five hours or
0: more on Quest. Oh God, I couldn't even bear to. It was horrendous. Uh, and I will say it actually it actually made me not super excited <laughs> to play uh, to play it and, uh, and and I will say man first impressions right off the bat this thing is beautiful beautiful yeah. it looks gorgeous yeah uh, it looks really really good and in a way in in a way that I wasn't expecting um, here I'm just gonna bring up some footage from uh, from. This is just random footage. So if I die a lot, I just like I just took like twenty minutes of footage and, and rendered it out. So if I die a lot, there's no surprises. Um, it is it is strangely one of the best looking games on PSVR two, and I say strangely because it's got this comic book art style, uh, and it's it's it is absolutely the same comic book art style that you saw on PSVR one, or if you put it on Quest or PC or whatever. But man, the resolution is just so high, and they added so much into this game like when you look down uh bourbon street and you see like uh like mist billowing up off the street or or the sun the way the sun shines over the buildings and just the draw yeah. distance like everything is super crystal clear like uh, as uh, you know even in the distance like that right we're not used to seeing that where you
1: can see way out in the distance and it's clear and i think the other thing that helps is the the HDR, like the, the OLED screen, the HDR, the game, the, when when it's really dark and then there's some bright lights like um, like either lights or uh, fire or something, sparks, it makes it just look so much better because of that. Yeah,
0: yeah it, you know, coming off of games like um, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge and Horizon Call of the Mountain where, where it, they looked beautiful. But then, like, you get past a certain distance, and it's like, oh, that's that's kind of blurry. Like, is that intentional? Is that a is that a LOD thing? Is that a depth of field thing? Like, what's going on here? And uh, and then you see this, and it's like, oh, this is just this is just going to be clear as far as the eye can see. And it's it's like shocking. I it was it was the very first thing I, I sent you a text about when I started this game because so I was like, holy, I just didn't did not expect this art style to be able to convey that feeling in me of like, wow, this is beautiful. But it really, really well, that- is.
1: Well, that's how, I mean, the first game looked great on PSVR 1 as well. It looked, it was, it was kind of a similar deal. It's just, this is much stronger, much more powerful hardware. And so just looks that much better. But, you know, they, as far as I'm concerned, like, you know, the first game looked amazing as well at the time was, was just about perfect and, um, this is just even more enhanced.
0: Yeah, this is this is like this is top of the line PC VR specs, uh, but blown way past that. This is particle effects added to the air, there's birds flying around, there's reflections on the ground. You walk by a puddle, it looks like a puddle. I mean, like it's it's all of these little things that add up, and it's just like I've stopped so many times in this game just to look around and been like, God damn. Like Saints and Sinners yeah. like of all the things I thought this game was going to be, you know, fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it was like bringing back some of the old mechanics like uh, these were the things I thought about, not oh it's going to be fucking beautiful and in my, you know, top 3 favorite looking games on PSVR2, but here we are. Like just blown away from from the word go, man.
1: Yeah, the characters look a little bit more comic booky and stuff, but the the world itself has always looked like it comes off as more realistic looking despite having this comic book art style, which is really nice.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. The comic book art style I think applies to, um, I don't know. Yeah. I guess when you kind of take it all in, see like there's like raindrops, like I'm like looking at the footage right now, it's like raindrops, like falling. I like, didn't even notice that while I was playing. It's just like these subtle little things. Um, yeah. Yeah. When you the take it all effect. in together, all the effects combined, like it just creates a beautiful picture.
1: It really, really does, especially in certain places, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's
1: a lot of moments
0: but graphics are only a small part of any game. AJ, uh, give me, give me your first impressions. What what were you thinking when you started this thing up? Well, I mean,
1: the graphics definitely grab you right away. And I think anybody who's bought the game or plans on buying the game and is going to play it, um, you're going to be focused on that for, (laughs) for a good while Yeah. because yeah, I mean, it's just, it really takes a lot of the attention at first. And then, um, and then yeah and then you you just kick things off and it kind of just throws you right right into some epic stuff going on going down and it, it starts off really fun and exciting and um yeah it just it just felt it was uh it felt good man it, it felt good it was something new it was it, it felt a little bit different. Um, or it looked a little bit different new you're in like this uh, new setting a little bit and uh, and you're just kind of running for your life right away. And it's kind of teaching you the mechanics and um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it was, it was, nice. it was, it was an interesting feeling getting back into saints and Sinners uh, after having not played probably the original for two years or something. I don't even know the last time I played saints and Sinners chapter one on PSVR one was, um, and so it was this, this interesting feeling of getting back in there and like getting back to your home base which is the same it's that school bus that you're all familiar with and uh and, and being like okay here we are talking about graphics again but i was like oh my god it's my school bus and i was like oh look how grimy it is you know it was like it, it was you know clear and i was like okay but but there was also this feeling of like coming back home because i'd spent so much time in chapter 1 where it was just like i you know you go in and you spend day after day after day you could just go you know either going on actual missions or taking on your own missions and trying to, you know, like find different resources. And I just spent so much time in there on chapter, uh, on PSVR one that it felt like it, it felt like I was coming home. And so like any of the changes were like, Oh, what happened since I was gone? Right. It's like, you walk up to your school bus and you're like, Oh, my school bus. But then you walk through your school bus and the back of it's open and you're like, Oh yeah. shit, what's behind the school bus. Your bed is gone. Right. And you walk behind the school bus. There's two more crafting tables. Right. And so there's all, all sorts of new shit that you can craft. Uh, and then you, and then there's like these stairs that you walk down to into a tomb and you've created a living space for yourself while, uh, you know, between the two games. And so now you have like an actual bedroom and it's like, is this super important? No, but it made me feel like not only am I coming home to, to a place that I really enjoyed being strangely enough but not strangely, if you know who I am, Um, but, but also like that a little time has passed and, 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 uh, oh, like, let's get acquainted with the changes that have happened since I've been gone.
1: Yeah. Everything that hit me at first. I mean, I I like how like within five, 10 minutes of the game, it's like, okay, you're now free to explore as you please. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, going back to the thing was, was pretty cool. It's, it was nice just coming back to everything, but seeing it, under a new light under with new graphics, looking in the background and seeing the tower like crystal, crystal clear and being like, ah, like, you know, um, it was definitely a great feeling. And then you kind of immediately start getting back into you know, it was nice, like remembering definitely um, definitely having a lot of great memories of and and stuff to to reminisce and and then, you know, I kind of just immediately started exploring, getting, I, I would, I, I went, went ahead and uh, went back, revisited some old locations and stuff. And then I started getting into the story um, following it. But there's a brand new story that this takes place. Uh, this obviously, like you said, takes place after the events of the first game, uh, almost a li- almost immediately. A little bit has changed, but not a lot. And now, um, you know, for those who ha- um, are familiar with the first game, you uh, I want to try to it's hard to talk about without with, uh, you know, trying to avoid some spoilers. But basically, there is like a war going on right now. And um, and you're kind of caught in the middle of it. And and so you basically find you meet up with some people, some new characters, and you start forming a uh, kind of following the story along with there to um, to get involved in the war.
0: Yeah. It's also hard. To, it's also hard to not talk about because, uh, God, I just don't care about the story in these games. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> I think that's really important to to say here. Yeah. The, the weakest, the weakest part of both games is obviously the story. Like, I don't play this game. Uh, I, I definitely don't play this game for the story. But that's one thing I can definitely say is, like, if there's something that you don't really necessarily need to care about is the story or the characters. Um that's not really what makes this game awesome.
0: No, no, it's it, it's so funny. Cause like I, for the, for the most part, for the most part, like the story's fine, right? Like I, it's funny cause I barely address it in my review that I'm working on. It should be up tonight, barely address it. And the, the reason is, is because I can take it or leave it. Right? I meet all of these characters and I'm like, okay what do you need? Right? Like you're gonna send me on a mission. You're gonna ask me for something. But like, but as far as like the war is concerned, as far as like the tower is concerned, I, I, I don't care. And and like old habits die hard. Aj, when I'm when I'm playing this game, they were like, oh, you should go do this, and I was like, I'm gonna go do what I'm used to doing, right? Because yeah. what I love to do in Saints and Sinners games isn't going to find each NPC and listening to what they have to say and seeing you know all the options in the dialogue tree that it's there. It's fine. There's new characters to talk to. But what I love doing, man, is exploring these environments and like finding like searching every single corner and it's like when and what I do, it's the same thing every time. I run into I run into a map. I fill up my backpack immediately and then go, shit, I have like a lot of wine bottles in my backpack. <laughs> like and then and then you start saying, well what don't I need? And like every time you find something that's way more valuable every time that's something that there's um every time that there's uh there's, uh, there's, there's stuff that you need specifically because there's something specific you need to craft. Well, then it's like, okay, what do I need to get rid of in my backpack? And then it's like, then I actually, once I have like a, a backpack full of good stuff that I'm really happy with, I have this weird feeling of regret. Like, I'm like, I don't want to leave this environment yet. I wish I had a bigger backpack. I wish I had two backpacks. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's so being able to get back into a, a world that I love and then immediately start doing the things that I love. Like I was like I don't care if nothing happens in this game. <laughs> like that's this is where I was in the first hour. I was like I don't care if nothing happens in this game. Here I am getting getting back to something that I love doing the things that I love.
1: Yeah, the story is very much almost just kind of like a tool to keep you playing and keep moving you along, keep pushing you along forward. Um it is definitely yeah, not not something that you really get invested in. Although I will say the, the kind of overarching story they're trying to tell isn't bad. It's just the moment-to-moment storytelling stuff is like, you just don't care. Like, they, if there was one thing I'd, I'd really love them to do is to, uh, is to improve, like, you know, make me care about what's going on. Make me care about some of these characters I'm interacting with. Um, but it just doesn't serve that purpose. But like you said, man, this game is all about the gameplay. And that's what makes the Saints and Sinners, uh, you know, series so so good. It is heavily physics driven. It is, you know, it just feels like, it just feels like they they think of everything. <laughs> like they think of just about everything. When when you go, oh, can I do this? Uh, yes, you can do this. Like, um, and they have some kind of reaction to it. Like, as something as simple as just like lighting a gas grill lighter or or lighting a cigarette or um you know there's there's lots of little neat surprises and things that um that you can do and interact with it works really well as a game for you to like experiment with if you just like really want a great story to just kind of and like you know to follow through i think the people that are interested in really exploring the gameplay elements of the game and really you know tink like almost like treating it almost like a sandbox game where you just experiment and explore um i think you're going to have the best experience
0: with this yeah so aj yo how much you love the chainsaw I can
1: finally talk about the chainsaw, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not going to censor me. Well, he kind of still can, but
0: well, we dude. don't, we don't want to spoil anything for sure. But like, but I do think that one of the selling points, obviously, is is what's going to make the, what makes this game different. Everything we've talked about so far, for the most part, has been exactly the same as Saints and Sinners Chapter One. So we do need to we do need to talk about some of the things that differentiate this from Chapter One. And that's, and that's been
1: all of my favorite stuff about saints and sinners. Chapter two is all the new stuff. Some of the old stuff I enjoyed actually going back to, like at first I was like, Oh, I got to come back here. I've just spent so much time here. I don't want to go back. And then like the next thing I know was like, you know what? I'm going to go back there just one more time (laughs) and and get some more shit and make sure I do this and stuff. But, but yeah, man, you know, that's been my absolute favorite part. Is all of the new additions to the game, the new locations, the the um, the new weapons and items are, are really really cool. Um, and uh, the there's uh, there's new modes too. Well, there's like a new there's new missions basically. There's there's kind of like side missions called exile missions now. Um, and you get like, you know, everything Everything is, is kind of the same as before where you have your journal to track all your stuff. Um, and these new exile missions, uh, they kind of force you to go. At the end of the day, they're kind of like just fetch quests. I mean, they're just like, find these items, come bring them back to the quest, uh, to the chest. But it's kind of like the adventure that you go on getting those things and you have is, is just where i found some of the most memorable experiences in playing this it's not necessarily um what i was trying to do it was like what occurred while i was doing that Um, and that includes the addition of the new night modes brian Um, let me ask you dude did you find this game scary at
0: all i don't i don't know if scary is the right word um i was Okay, so anyone who didn't like the school uh, in Saints and Sinners Chapter One, <laughs> I have I only have <laughs> one word for you, and that's sorry because because welcome back, Kata. Like you have got to go back to school, um, and uh, and man, it's like what what happens in this game that makes it scary is you're like I don't I don't I don't want to die and do the mission over again, and I only have three shells left for my shotgun, and. I don't think I'm anywhere near where I need to be. Like it's these kind of like it's 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 a story that the game isn't telling you. It reminds me so much of Song in the Smoke sometimes, right? Because the yeah. story that you remember from this isn't the one that like some, you know, the, some girl that you met, some NPC is telling you and then you're clicking buttons to like, get through a dialogue tree. That's not the story you remember from this. It's the moments like that where you're like, fuck, dude. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of here alive. I don't think I have the, the the wherewithal or or even the means to do so. And so it's and I love that shit, man. And so uh, Shades of Great Matters says seems more tense than scary. And that's 100 uh, percent where I was going with this. Like the scares come from uh, the situations you find yourself in not so much uh, like jump scares or or anything like that.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not jump scares. It's definitely the tension. Um The first game, a lot of people would talk about it. You know, whenever I described it to people, I was like, dude, anybody can play this game because it's not scary. It's super intense. But it's not scary but it
0: was still let too me... scary for some of the cats because I've seen the it comments was... <laughs> yep.
1: well let me tell you man this game made me absolutely shit myself a couple times because the night the night stuff is I found to be pretty goddamn scary and it's like you said you know I was doing one so I was doing one of these exile missions it was like go find a cigarette pack and an ashtray. Mm -hmm. And like that turned into like one of the biggest adventures I had in this game because I had to go do it while wandering around at night. And one of my favorite new additions in this game is that there's, they've increased the Walker count, right? Mm. Like there's a shit ton more walkers at times.
0: It's still, it's not just like always
1: tons of walkers and you're overwhelmed.
0: Right. Very frequently. It's like the same number that you would have seen in chapter one, but yeah, definitely moments where you're just like, why are there so many fucking walkers around here? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it
1: that part, dude, that, that stuff really sucked me in. And like, I got really immersed in those parts in horror, of course. Um, like, I was terrified and, and I was wandering around. I was limited on like ammo. Um, I was limited on health. And I was just trying to finish this thing. And you're wandering around in the dark and... Like I was, I was just before you know it, like before I even knew it, there was just like 20 something walkers surrounding me uh, while I was sitting up here. And let me tell you, man, this is going to sound crazy. Now, look, I'm not saying you're going to have this experience. I'm going to say that this is the experience that I had mm-hmm. at times in this game. This game, in some ways, almost out resident eviled resident evil by the situations I was in. Because of the how intense the survival was, I was running around at night and it was it was dark. I was fucking terrified. Um, I was like, you know, just fighting for my life. There was just more that kept coming and kept coming.
0: Um, and it was just it was incredible. Wait a minute, wait a minute, so wait a minute, wait a minute. I know what you're doing right now. I know what you're doing. You're setting up for the next top twenty-five debate right now. You're like, <laughs> "Evil Village ain't gonna be number one. It's gonna be Saints and Sinners, Chapter Two: Retribution." I, you're doing it already. You're doing it already. This is ridiculous, and I can't no, have it.
1: That is, I have no, I have no hidden <laughs> intention. I am just telling you my experience. I was, I was running around at night um, it, through a city and through different towns, and it was dark and. It was it was just an incredible experience, and it felt like it felt so much like Resident Evil in VR to me. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, listen. So I, I was curious because I, I saw a lot of people in the chat. Some people were saying uh, like Super Galaxy God says, I thought Chapter One was scary, and, um, and Elvert is saying scary, maybe suspenseful. Yes. And so I put up a I, I put up a, a a poll in the chat. So please let me know. Uh, we're definitely curious to know. So far, sixty four percent of you said Saints and Sinners Chapter One is scary. Um, so there you have it. That's nice. surprising.
1: I didn't find Saints and Sinners one scary at all, um, except for the school part. And I guess I guess that just shows you the the effect of maybe uh, you know just turning the brightness down or having night levels. That just shows you how much of a difference those can make. Because yeah. like you said, if you thought the school place was scary, well, a lot of the night levels are just the entire levels are like that and it's yeah. fucking terrifying.
0: Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm not going to, I hopefully I'm not um, misrepresenting myself here. I did think that uh, there were plenty of moments in, uh, plenty of moments in saints and sinners one that was scary, but in the same way that I described with saints and sinners, chapter two, um, chapter two, I feel like some of the missions are like way longer. Um, and you know, you and I were just talking about one in sp- specifically before the show started um, where it's like, you can't, for the the most part, you can't just abandon a mission midway and, like, go back to the resting place. Uh, You have to, like, do the whole mission while you're out there in the field. And so, like you've got to equip yourself before you head out. Like you got to really think about what you're going to do. Like if you have already failed a mission and you're like, all right, I'm just going to go back to the resting place and and stock back up and maybe upgrade my benches a bit. Um, you got to really think about the things that you need when you're going out there. You're like, am I trying to be silent? Am I trying to like, just take everybody down? Am I just trying to like go in guns blazing? Like what, what is the strategy and think about that when next time you head out. Um, and so it's, I, I, I definitely thought that, um, some of the missions here made it, more difficult than the first, like, I mean, I would say like a a significant notch, more difficult for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's, it, there's some missions in particular that are a little bit more, definitely more difficult. Um, but I think mileage will vary. Uh, and but there it, it it does matter it's like you said though you know this game is a true survival game at its core which i love mm-hmm. um and i think the survival and the and the increased horror now um is why i i've been uh really really enjoying it um i wasn't expecting it to be as kind of like scary as it was and then mix that with the survival it just it's such a great match together for me but um, but yeah, preparation can go a long way. you know uh, there was definitely a time where I just said, you know what I will abandon my progress on this mission and come back um, like better prepared and and it paid off. It made it much less of a struggle and so there there is like an, a nice strategy <laughs> that you can apply to to get
0: through it easier I never. Abandon the mission every every time i walked up to my skiff and was like and i was like i need to run home and it's like uh, go, going home will abandon this mission you have to start over And i was like fuck you skydance and then i ran back and did the mission <laughs> like i never once abandoned it uh and i should have many many times um so hey i was copying down some comments from the chat uh and mm-hmm. uh, because i some people are asking some good questions uh this is this is a comment dj spacey yeah, says
1: now is the time to get the questions in guys yeah
0: dj spacey says the school is so dark in my headset lol now i i'm assuming he's talking about saints and sinners chapter one uh mm-hmm. i can totally see that there was like a, a narrow circle that the flashlight illuminated in saints and sinners chapter one in the school specifically everyone said it was really dark i didn't i didn't i never had that much of a problem with the school on psvr one but going through the school, I certainly didn't have any issue, and I, and I don't think people will have an issue with chapter two. I think the you know the the, the better uh, the better resolution and uh, the, the the graphical overhaul has kind of given the school kind of a easier to I would say easier to navigate is my guess.
1: Yeah, it still has that kind of thing where if you go into a really dark place, sometimes it will put that circle around, like it's like intentionally um, makes it darker around your your peripheral vision um, it still does that i don't think it really does that like while you're outside though i think it's more just like it's cer- it's certain areas but um but yeah there's they they do i mean with with the PSVR2 it's the contrast is so good like the blacks are just super black and everything so yeah it looks really nice but again there are ways around that they give you a flashlight they give you flares. Um, they give you stuff to kind of work around that, but they intentionally uh, made it a lot darker in some places.
0: Uh, DJ Spacey with the one pound says, thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the question. Thanks for watching. Um uh, Anon. Stew Anon. Stew Anon. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Um, do, do I need to play? Do I need to play Saints and Sinners Chapter One? Maybe there's a story catch-up or something I can watch instead. Stu this On, this is a very, very good question, uh, and, and yeah. I think this will play into our, the next part of our discussion about Saints and Sinners Chapter Two, Retribution. Um, I would say you don't need to, but you should. Right? I think it would feel really, really weird to play Chapter 2 Retribution and then at some point maybe go back and play Chapter 1. I think Chapter 1 uh, sets the stage perfectly for Chapter 2. As lets, lets you learn all the mechanics, you can import your save from Chapter 1 to Chapter 2, which I wasn't able to do. Were you able to do that, AJ? Because it, I don't think that feature was enabled pre-launch.
1: No, it's, it's, to, it's in order to um, transfer your PS5 save, it doesn't transfer your PS4 save to the PS5. Are you
0: sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure you can transfer your quest save over to PSVR. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you uh, got to go in and like uh, the the game. The game should update now. Somebody's gonna fucking correct me and tell me that I'm wrong. But from what I can tell, I think you have to go into Saints and Sinners Chapter One, and then you in the game will have updated for, to allow for this feature. And then, uh, and, and then it gives you like a four-digit code or a five-digit code or something like that, and then you go into Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 on your preferred platform, and you just put in that code.
1: Well, all I know is that it does say in the main menu that it has the transfer save feature, um, but I was assuming that was just for the, the PS5 version of uh, Saints and Sinners Chapter 1, which I figured you could maybe transfer over from... Your PS4 version, maybe, but
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty, it, it's sure. Not, it, pretty sure it's cross-platform. Don't hold me to that. I will double check with the uh, the devs before, uh, before. I think, yeah, the the Quest Two version. I think I don't know
1: if it was enabled at launch, but um, or not, but but yeah, that'll be interesting. And that is that is a question that I've been very curious about. Is like, you know, would you want to start from the very beginning? Um, if you haven't played the game before, you know, it seems like it would make more sense. Um, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, again, story isn't why I play these games. I gave, I gave the first game 10 out of 10 and I was like, I don't fucking care what's going on out there. Like I, there were more yeah. factions and, and I would walk up to somebody and be like, I don't know if this person's going to kill me or not, because I don't know who the fuck they're fighting for. And I don't know which side I'm on. So like, let's just kill everybody. And and that's kind of how I played this game too. And so as far as story goes, Eh, you don't really need to, but I would absolutely still like Saints and Sinners. Chapter one was such a great game, and this is also a great game. God, we're gonna have to talk about the negatives here in a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, well, it's not—it's not about the story. You just—I mean, it's—it's
1: it's still a fun kind of story to play through, even though it's not like an important story. Right. It's still. It, it's like you said, it's it's important to kind of like introduce you to the basics, get used to the mechanics of the game. It, you're still a ton of fun shit that the first game has you do while you follow the story. Um, and, and that's why you would want to play from there. Not necessarily, but not, not anything because of like the story in itself that you would be missing out on really.
0: Hey, uh, Matthew Lee from Skydance is in the chat right now, and he does confirm you can transfer saves from Quest 1, Quest 2, PC, and PSVR 1 and PSVR 2. That's crazy. Well done. I was not expecting that. Yep. Jeez. Thank you, Matthew Lee. Really appreciate uh, you chiming in, and I'm glad I saw that. Um... So the and the other thing about it is is, uh, dude, this is the best value going on PSVR two right now. If you buy the bundle, if you haven't played Saints and Sinners Chapter One, you can get both of these games for sixty dollars. It's like yeah. thirty to forty hours of gameplay, like just right there. It's like it is. This is there's a lot of game and a lot of great. That's game. like
1: that's like mainlining the story. Yeah, <laughs> like thirty to forty hours if you mostly follow the main story. There's a lot more than that. I have like over a hundred hours in the first game.
0: Nice. That is awesome. Um, all right. Uh, oh, let's see. I think we covered that. We covered that. We covered that. Brandon McLean says, did they get rid of the stamina bar? <laughs> so here's here's where I think we need to be very, very clear about what Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 really is. Because everything's the same. Like, most of the weapons are the same or or a lot of the weapons are the same. The stamina bar is the same. The health meter is the same. The way those two things work together are the same. The food's the same. The, the healing items are the same. There's more of everything, but this but it's still the same. The mechanics are the same. The way you craft is the same. Uh, and a good chunk of the locations you visit are the same, right? And so you do get to a point pretty quickly where you're like, is this just DLC that like they kind of repackaged as a full-fledged game? Um. And I, and I think that there's a there's a connotation to that that's really negative, right? You know, it, it, feel, it feels like we're saying was Switchback developer PSVR one, <laughs> but 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 I don't. I also think that it's very it's very clear what happened here, right? Like they wanted to make another game, and there was no way to create all new maps and all new weapons and all new characters and all new everything. And it to its to its credit, there are all new characters and there is a whole new story going on here. Not that I cared that much, but in the new maps are beautiful. Um, and the back half of this game is quite different than the first half. Uh, that being said, it very much feels like this like standalone expansion, and I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially since they're charging forty dollars and like you're getting so much game. It, does that does that sound accurate, AJ? <sighs>
1: yes and no. The thing is, it kind of is going to depend on how you play it because you have the option to that where you can go back to some of the old levels and if you play if you choose to spend all your time spent in the in the levels that were in the first game then yeah it's gonna feel more (laughs) like the first game but the the new levels there's only four new locations but there's a little bit bigger and there's a little bit more to do there than it than it seems um on the surface there Let's just say I thought they I thought they did some really clever things uh with the new locations to really like you know get the most out of them to keep you there for a longer amount of time and some of the old locations they've altered um I mean the first time going back to um I won't like say what happens but the first time going back to I think was it Via Corolla mm-hmm like it is drastically different and it was wild yeah. um like it was crazy and uh i don't even think i went to the other location that might have had like a similar thing going on but um but yeah it was drastically different the night you know going at nighttime also makes a big difference as well um you can have a pretty big uh pretty drastically different experience traveling to somewhere at night um as well so I think they did just enough. They they did just enough, if not a little bit more, to to introduce new things to to make to keep it fresh, right? Yeah. I
0: I agree. I mean, I, I do think that this this is this is, is going to be weird because part of this makes sense and part of this doesn't. But since I played the original game on PSVR 1, this is something I said like even leading up to launch before I played it. I played the original game on PSVR one. I played the sequel on PSVR two. And the difference graphically is amazing, right? And that's and that's what you always hope for in a sequel. You're like, oh, it's gonna be bigger and better looking and this and that and whatever, right? And so, yeah. so, so part of this huge upgrade was just the fact that I'm playing it on a new headset and they put so much work into making it look beautiful. And so there's yeah. that right? But eventually you do get over that. Like after the first couple hours, you're like, you just get used to how amazing everything looks. And then yeah. that's what I, I think that's when it started settling, like setting in for me going, okay, like I, I know these locations and I know, you know, and, and like I I started start exploring the same places and it felt, I'm doing my absolute best to make sure that I tell people like that for, somehow I wasn't disappointed with that, right? Because it because I, I just I was so happy that I was like I get to be back in this world again, and it looks stunning. and and all the gameplay mechanics that were already there are are there, and now they're better. And so so for me, for me, it's like, yeah, it feels like this huge, huge piece of DLC or standalone DLC or expansion or whatever you would want to call it, but like done in a way that I was very, very happy with.
1: Yeah, I think I went back and forth on it a couple of times. And when you talk about the graphics, like it takes a long time <laughs> to get over how much better it looks and everything. And like you said, a lot of it does have to do with the, with the new hardware, um, you know, and uh, the of course, with the new controllers and, and wandering around and having the, the haptics and everything, having the headset rumble now in some places. And uh, it, it does it does make it nice. I did kind of go back and forth a couple times about like, ah, I don't want to, I was like, I don't really want to go back to this place again. And then I left that place. It's a true story. And then I, <laughs> I went to like rampart. I went to rampart mm-hmm. and and I was like, ah, like I, I don't, I would really rather be someplace new right now. And then I straight up finished the mission. And the first thing I wanted to do was fucking go back to rampart <laughs> again. I don't know why, but like it kind of makes you go back and forth because of that um, a little bit. But but ultimately, like you, I was I was like really satisfied with with the just enough about a new, uh just um, enough amount of new stuff. And then uh, it was fun to revisit some old places, too.
0: Yeah, sure was. And it was also nice not to just stand in front of a, uh, a radio
1: Yes. Plus, you plus, you know, those locations well and you know where to get like supplies from and stuff. So they're great for like going and and you're like, like, I need to go get some supplies real quick. Let me go back. Let me head back there real quick and hit that place up.
0: Uh, Let's have a couple of these tips. Um, Also, the, the way the game cat in the chat says, AJ, over 100 hours, you must have collected a lot of spoons plenty a lot of spoons that's funny
1: and and a a lot of spoons blew myself up with propane tanks a lot i saw that happen. (laughs) uh
0: andrew bailey with the two quid says is chapter one on psvr2 the same quality as chapter two we don't know uh we said at the beginning of the show andrew i know you probably weren't here from the very beginning um we 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 haven't had a chance to play uh chapter one on psvr2 yet uh like the assumption is that these places are going to look the same. My my question is, is, they 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 obviously have you know changed the lighting, and as you said, like a lot of the maps have been altered in certain ways. Uh, and so it'll be really really interesting to go back with Saints and Sinners Chapter One on PSVR two and like really re experience that first game. Hopefully, with the same quality of graphics that we've seen here uh, in Chapter Two, it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting to do that. If I felt like I was coming home in this game, it would definitely feel like I was coming home in that game. Uh, DJ Spacey with the five quid says, what's the date, uh, for the PSVR one release of retribution? I cannot wait. Bring on the chainsaw. So there is no date. Uh, the last time, I mean, I I feel like I check in with Skydance like once a month or something and say, are you sure you're still going to bring retribution out on PSVR one? Right? Like, are you sure you're going to do that? Because as soon as you're not going to do that, let me know. And I'll tell people that you're not doing that any longer. And they keep saying, yeah, we're going to do it. Um, So unless Matthew Lee in the chat has something to add to this conversation, Uh, it's happening, but we don't have a release date yet. PSVR 2 was, you know, obviously they focused on the Quest 2 uh, to get that out first, and now they're focusing on PSVR 2 getting this version out. I think the PC version is coming out at the same time, uh, and then obviously the PSVR 1 will probably happen after that. So unfortunately we don't have a date though. Uh how much did you love the chainsaw a j let's can we talk can we talk about the chainsaw more?
1: I fucking love the chainsaw <laughs> all right so i' in i talked about this in my review a little bit, but um, you know, I was just excited about having the chainsaw for the haptics and adaptive triggers, right like i'm just like oh the the chainsaw with the orbs um but man they they added they added a little bit more to it than I was expecting um and again. Like I was, how I said earlier, when you really take your time and explore this game, t- like you know, tinker with the features and stuff, see what you can do, see and and just see how stuff reacts with it. Um, I spent a lot of time doing that, and I was uh, I was really I came away really really impressed with the chainsaw and my relationship with the chainsaw evolved over
0: time even um
1: <laughs> yes we have a relationship
0: um I, I feel like maybe we need to have a conversation after games cast is over
1: <laughs> um no but man just you know there's there's a lot of cool things uh, obviously um you can do with it there
0: i was what was your experience with the chainsaw? Like, how, how are you liking it? So I was, <laughs> I will tell you, my experience with the chainsaw was awesome. Okay. But fatal. <laughs> because <laughs> I was expecting, I was hoping the chainsaw to be like this OP thing, right? Where like you grind and grind and grind and grind and grind and then you finally unlock that from the from the bench. Um, and then be like, <laughs> right? And man, was it fun. Like, I love that. Like every every walker, gets cut wherever you cut right like so there's like cool dude yeah. the dynamic slicing dynamic oh my slicing God. that's yeah that's actually what they let got. me
1: let me tell you the first like so there's been like ah, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no but it's, good, it's good i gotta say i gotta say uh something that happened this is where i was like holy shit so there was a couple things but in particular with the dynamic slicing um so one big complaint about the original saints and sinners was like you know we were so happy that you could decapitate stuff you could chop off an arm but that was a basically it like everywhere else you stab them they just have like a red mark with this new um they have like a new they've upgraded the dismemberment and like the damage system so like you can literally like tear off flesh and this isn't just limited to the chainsaw um it's with like you know any a lot of things where like. Their faces can be like mutilated, like their bodies can be mutilated in so many ways. But with the chainsaw, the thing that really blew my mind was that not only did I cut off a walker's leg, but he was on the ground and it was cut off at the angle that I cut it off at and i was like okay that's some next level shit right there like it's not just like oh this collision this touches here and then the leg is you know it triggers the leg to just fall off it's like no that shit was cut at the exact angle that i sliced it off at and it was like just like and i I was just so impressed by that like it blew my mind yeah
0: um just finishing my thoughts on the chainsaw, uh, it was not as OP as I was hoping. Yes, And, uh, you do need to fuel that sucker. And I, but I stocked up on fuel, but man, I, I found myself in a very dire situation. Um, because, because I was just like, damn, you just, you can't, you can't just, it's not, it's not going to save you all the time. Like you, it's still going to take a second to slice through those fuckers. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely ended up with a broken chainsaw and in uh, restarting that um, level. Um, so I, I use it, but I use it sparingly. It's sort of my backup. Like when I find myself in a tough situation like where I'm like, wow, this is going to take way too many shotgun shells or I don't have the, the room to back up enough to get a clear shot, it's like I just reach in my backpack and pull that thing out and go and just try to <laughs> clear a space for me to walk uh, because that shit gets crazy fast. Yeah,
1: my the, the chainsaw turned into it. It started as like you, it's fun to tinker with and stuff. But it's like you said, I'm really glad that it's not just like OP and and whatever. But it is, it will save your ass. Like to me, the chainsaw is like has become my last resort. Mm. Where if I'm getting swarmed, um, like you know, it's it's the only, it's basically kind of the only chance I have at this point to to get out of that situation uh from to prevent from getting just like surrounded and and eaten um that's what i love about it is like how how it, it turned into like you know this useful thing or whatever but then now it's like it's like whenever i'm in trouble it's like i've got the chainsaw and like that has saved my ass a few times now and i i just love how that changed
0: uh we do have an update from matthew lee in the chat matthew lee says i still have a ps4 dev kit Hooked up, So it seems like everybody uh, waiting for a PSVR 1 version of Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution is in luck. So do not worry. According to Matthew Lee, we're going to quote you on that, Matthew Lee, if shit happens. Um, you got cold yogurt with the $10 tip. Says, because of Resident Evil 8 and PSVR 2, it has gotten me to live stream regularly. I've now done 50 live streams. I love VR.
1: Oh, I think that's more live streams than I've done.
0: <laughs> I, I, I just need to go watch You Got Cold Yogurt streams so I can hear You Got Cold Yogurt's got... voice. Yes. Although, I think I have heard it. I have heard it. I was going to say, like, maybe he's probably in one of the meetups or something. And now I'm going to, like, eat my words here and be like, oh, fuck, we've probably talked. I'm so dumb. Um, AJ. Brian. Should people buy Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution? I think so. I think they should buy the bundle. I think they should buy both of them. If they haven't bought the first one, if they haven't played the first one, they should buy the bundle and play through them. Take your time. These games are meant to be not rushed through. They're meant to be enjoyed. And, uh, I, and I think the slower you play them and the more days you waste scavenging and uh, and building up those crafting tables, I think the more you will enjoy these games. And, uh, and I fucking love it, man. I absolutely love it. I was definitely concerned... That it wasn't going to be enough new content, uh, but like I said, I'm I'm super super happy with everything uh, that Skydance delivered. Can I get a spoiler on your review score by any chance, AJ? I gave it a, a nine point two. Oh, I gave it a nine point three. Oh shit, my my review's not out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, and like we said, man, it's you know that's
1: that's um, yeah, it's really high that's really good yeah um
0: now okay dude it would I could have given this game a 10 right but the and, and I think really the only reason I didn't okay so here's I do have I do, yeah there's a, I do have a mi- I, minor quibble okay
1: yeah I've got I've definitely got some complaints about it it's definitely not a perfect game I thought Saints and was one was perfect yeah I think this game tries to be a little bit more ambitious and because of it there's a couple issues that pop out of that. Um, and so, unfortunately, that, you know, cre- it prevents it from being perfect, but it's still, like, amazing. But go
0: ahead. I kind of, I'm trying to think about how to respond to that. Because like, <laughs> because it really, I mean, it's it's built on the back of a perfect game. And so if it's like, there's yeah. more to do. Shouldn't that be more perfect? And it's like, meh almost uh, if it was a brand new game that felt exactly this way and looked exactly this way and there was n- and nothing was recycled I'd be like yeah 10 out of 10 all over again here's the, here's the thing cuz cuz again the story elements in the first game I didn't care about and I still give it a 10 out of yeah. 10 cuz it's like it's there if you like it but you can kind of ignore it if you don't care about it so perfect it's the best of both worlds same thing here um, but so besides the story stuff I will say that in I I, I haven't, this is something I really, really need to talk to you about. And I kind of wish we talked about it before the show. No, I don't know if it just been a long time since I'd played chapter one, but like there were moments where I like threw stuff in my backpack and it just fell on the ground. And like my backpack wasn't full. There's no reason for that. I was like, well, that's weird. So I would go back and pick it up and put it in the bag and everything was fine. And then every so often I'd like reach for my pistol by my side and I'd pick something up off the ground and I'd be like, well, that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to pick up, I wanted to grab my holstered weapon. And then there were moments where I went to grab the notebook on my chest and I would grab the flashlight. Right. And so, and then even a couple of times where I went to grab something off my chest and I pulled the backpack through my chest and I was like, Oh wait, mm-hmm. no, Jesus. <laughs> right? I'm like it, And so it's the, the, the only
1: example for me there is going to grab the ladder. And then, like, accidentally grabbing like a weapon or something while trying to climb a ladder.
0: See, but it, it's one of those things that like I, I struggled with, and there there were some very tense moments in this game where like I I went to grab you know my shotgun, and I was grabbing everything but, uh, mm-hmm. and I was like I don't remember this being an issue, on Saints and Sinners Chapter One, and so then I started looking around and seeing like what, what's causing this, and I don't know if this is the case, but or if this is the reason this is happening. But it seems like all of the items on your chest and by your sides are linked to the headset, right? So if I, if I do this, like if, I, if I'm looking around the corner, all the stuff slides with my head as I'm looking around the corner. So they're no longer placed properly on my body. And so I, I don't know if that's the only reason it's happening. Um, but, <clears> but I did eventually, over the course of many hours of playing... It it yeah. it happened less and less and less frequently, uh, so I'm a little surprised that it hasn't happened to you more than you know. Like you said, when you stand on the ladder.
1: Yeah, it happens a little bit. <clears throat> where it definitely doesn't feel like. Sometimes I would I would grab something by accident. It happens the most, definitely the most, while while um, climbing a ladder. Sometimes I would go to put something back, and I and I feel like sometimes I would have to reach like extra far. To to like really make sure it, it secures there, but I don't know if that was a big enough thing to mention um, for me. You know, I there's definitely some some imperfections, some issues here and there, um, but it's just I don't know. Compared to what they do, what they accomplish, some of the experiences I had. I mean, like I said, I had some straight up like Resident Evil. <laughs> like they almost they almost out Resident Evil. Resident Evil in some some key areas and that was very very impressive um I don't I don't trust
0: you man I I just feel like you're setting up for that top 25 (laughs) debate dude go
1: (laughs) go go wander around I gave Resident Evil Village a 9.3 I gave this a 9.2 um at times I was like I was like man I want to rate this game higher like I want to rate this a 9.5 I think the only reason I didn't was because it reuses some of the old stuff um it's not like a fully it i mean it is a sequel to, to me personally i feel like it is a full sequel pretty much it just it does reuse it, it does have some parts of it where a lot of it even where it, it um it reuses some old stuff and i think that's where i was like ah, i just want like all new stuff but yeah. that being said it gave me so many things that I asked for. I kept asking for brass knuckles. What do they do? They put gloves in here the gloves that are cool. you can, the gloves are so fucking cool. And I boxed the shit out of zombies. <laughs> they're also super useful. Um, you know, if you can learn to like, like you have to kind of train yourself that you have these weapons and tools now. And if you use them, they're super, super effective. Um, I wanted some, some new areas, like new locations, um, make it scarier. It did with the nighttime levels. Um, there's a city, the city looks really, really cool. And dude, like, so I have my, I have some big problems with the AI, um, and, and the NPCs in this game. I think, uh, I do have some problems with o- over them. Wait, wait, tell, um, tell me
0: about those because I, I didn't, I didn't have any problems with the NPCs.
1: You didn't have any problems with the NPCs? Um, well, I think um, I think something that bothers me is there will be the same NPC like next to each other sometimes. Like you'll have two of the same NPC zombie or something, and they look identical. Okay, and it it just it just breaks the immersion for me um, when they're when there's like they're clearly just like two of the same ones. Sure. I don't like it's, that. It's not it's not because um,
0: they're, they're they're walkers or zombies or anything. It's because that they look similar.
1: no no it's like they're they're the exact identical (laughs) one um but uh you know some of that sometimes they they don't react some of the the ways that um they should uh mostly it was fine mostly it was fine um even really impressive at times that's the thing it's so it, it kind of like seesaws a lot because uh sometimes it's like that when the ai does exactly what it's meant to do and stuff it's like amazing and then sometimes they you know they sit there and they just go you're like a mosquito that won't die like a thousand times and i'm like oh please shut up like i don't like i really hate their um most of their, their dialogue and stuff um is God awful at times you when know you're you just gonna
0: kill him before he has a chance to talk man like I feel like apparently <laughs> I'm doing because like I would I definitely have heard all those lines of dialogue uh that you had called out earlier um but but uh, but only like once <laughs> uh man I don't know some
1: like again sometimes it works great sometimes it's like I don't know sometimes it's just they're saying the same thing over and over and um but uh But yeah let me i will say what i I was actually trying to say something that i really liked was like in the city level i was i was sitting up in a safe spot and there was lots of zombies lots of walkers Mm -hmm. everywhere and it was it was just tense like it was really tense it felt i love that the zombies feel way more of a threat this time around um because there's so many more of them i mean that's what makes zombies dangerous is just getting swarmed and it feels like at times like i said there there's like huge swarms of them you got to watch out for and i was watching the npcs kind of just you know patrol or whatever some of the tower patrol from the city from a safe spot and like i just see just slowly they start getting overwhelmed and overwhelmed by more and more walkers and it was just like watching this event play out in front of me was just epic and then like watching all of them get killed um was just so, was just really cool to watch man um and then of course they turned into zombies too and then started walking around and i was just like well that was fucking cool <laughs> uh,
0: everyone is everyone's pointing out in the chat that the two identical uh npcs you saw could have been twins uh adam vr oh, says could be twins kevin arrest says identical twins uh and then steve ire says triplets triplets exist too uh bob zarkoff says breaking news aj hates twins <laughs> <laughs> no actually julia said that
1: to me last night she's like there could be twins i was like yeah but not everybody's a twin <laughs> not not everybody has a twin or do they i don't know maybe um anything i will possible. say too i i did get a good look i was i was at like a window and i did get a look up close at the zombies mm. uh and there was like one in particular and man if you er, it usually the gameplay goes by so fast that you don't get to really stop and look at them closely but um getting a really good look at one of them man it it looks so impressive up close when i when i got a good look through a window and it was like right there um i was very impressed but yeah man super impressed with this game there are some bugs did you have any crashes not a single one dude i had like kind of a a couple crashes when I first started and then the rest of the game, I didn't have any. So I don't know what happened there, but. Interesting. um, Yeah.
0: Uh, Matthew Longo says, that's why the last of us infected are better. They're so much more dangerous than zombies. Yeah, except I'm immune. (laughs) You should see what happened to my mom when uh, she was giving birth to me. Like, it's crazy shit, dude. I'm immune um <laughs> uh okay man well listen we gotta we gotta wrap this up uh obviously fantastic game uh i think going into it knowing exactly how much of a new game is here which is again a very good percentage you have seen a lot of old stuff um but uh but this is i think this is a great solution aj and i feel like maybe more developers should be looking into this solution to the 70 dollar game Right? Or like we've just kind of accepted, like, oh, these next big games are going to be $70 games, and that's just like, how it's going to be, and it's going to be six years of development time. Well, like, I wouldn't, I would, I would prefer to see games a little bit more frequently uh, that maybe reuse some of the old assets and then give us a bunch of new stuff to do and then not charge us an arm and a leg for it. Like, I, I do feel like this is sort of experimenting with that um, established pricing model. And I, and I think I'd like to see a few more studios experiment with this.
1: Both games for $60 is an absolute steal. That is such a great, great deal. I mean, like you said, that's at least like 30 hours of game. uh, And then there's more to do. I really hope the uh, Horde mode is still in the the first game. And and I hope they bring the Horde mode to the second game too. And, uh, you know, bring some more DLC for it. But um, does this make you uh, excited about Behemoth at all?
0: I mean... Suddenly realizing that it's going to be a fucking pretty ass game, <laughs> like those trailers were like, "Oh my god, look how fucking crazy this!" You know, I mean, obviously it was not gameplay footage; it was you know CG footage or CGI. Um, but man, it's like I I feel like if Behemoth looks this good um, on PSVR two, then uh, then yeah, I mean, I, not not that graphics are everything, obviously, but Skydance is fucking awesome with the as far as in the gameplay department. Uh, so yeah man I'm, this I, this version is so different from the quest 2 game
1: oh version my god dude it's it's, it's like it's day. a different fucking game man yeah like i was like how is this even the same game i mean props to them for getting it to work on the quest 2 but it was rough like it was not very good um visually or performance wise or anything and uh obviously that's because they had to sacrifice so much um but it's nice kind of knowing that you know Because the Behemoth is going to be on the Quest too, as well. It's nice knowing that that there can they you know just because it's on the Quest too, it's not your typical like uh, direct port kind of deal here. Like this feels like this seems like an entirely different game altogether.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed. This is was very very happy with what we saw or what we played. Um, So fingers crossed for Behemoth. Uh, We'll see what happens. Um, Also, good to see them uh, kind of like making bigger and bigger games, right? It's like uh, Archangel was obviously a certain size game, you know, rail shooter, but obviously great gameplay mechanics. And then Saints and Sinners chapter one, chapter two, very curious to see if Behemoth uh, ups the ante even further. But I guess we'll see. Uh, a couple more questions, and then we're going to have to move on to 20 questions. Ooh, this is going to be like 23 questions. Uh, Mark Pringlesley for the two quid says, will you both play through it again? I'm not even done playing it yet. <laughs> oh.
1: Like, there's so much more to do and explore. Yeah. Um, I've only played through pretty much the main story and done some of the exile quests. Um, I I I have a ton more stuff to unlock on the uh on the two new crafting tables and, yeah, I do love I do love that stuff too. Like some of the new guns. I love the little laser pointer. Um, like I said, the the Louisiana kiss gloves. I've got a lot to do uh, still with this game and I haven't, you know, so I'm not even done with it once yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't say that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I finished the game. I've not done all the extra side stuff. Um, will I play through it again? I, I mean, I played through it to stream, uh, to review it. Uh, I would absolutely love, I think, I think my plan will be at some point to stream saints and sinners chapter one, on PSVR2, uh, and then you know gradually make my way into Saints and Sinners Chapter Two. After that, and like kind of start fresh, or maybe carry over my save. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely be playing through it again. The, dude, the great thing is that we're here. This is the very beginning of the PSVR2 generation, right? Like, it took us years. Like, we got Resident Evil 7 almost right off the bat, like, three months after launch. Dude, it's only been a month since launch. And not only do we have, <laughs> you know, amazing games, like, uh, like so, so many amazing games, but also, like, yeah. here we are. It's like, we got Saints and Sinners Chapter 2, like, you know, with, within a month of launch, which is crazy, you know? And so here we are with all these games that I want to play and replay and replay, and like, we're just getting started, which is yeah, which is nuts. just nuts. Just nuts. Uh, DJ Spacey with the five quid says PSVR one release is a go. Yes, woohoo! Here we go. I'm away to play Saints and Sinners. All this Walking Dead talk gets me bloodthirsty. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it makes me so happy that people on that haven't upgraded to PSVR two yet can still play it. Like, yeah, that's that makes me very very happy. Yeah,
0: I mean, dude, if there's a Quest two version, like, oh, yeah, how can sure there not is. be a PSVR one version? All right. Well, I hope it runs better than I, the Quest two version. And I also hope people buy it because. I don't think people bought Moss book 2. <laughs> I don't think that was a thing. So uh and then the final tip uh before we move on to 20 questions your long shadows with the 50 Nokia cell phones. Are we doing a top 25 in December or for the 1 year anniversary? I don't uh I guess I guess you debate, right? Um, yeah, we need more time to play these games.
1: Well, like, I'm that's playing...
0: that's why your long shadows asked if <laughs> if it'll be in December oh, or the one year anniversary. I, I would say I would say the first one will probably come in just a couple months. Right, give us some time to play all the launch games and uh, and, and you know whatever comes out after that. Uh, and then dude, this we could already do a top twenty five list with all the games out there. And I think I think it's a, a solid number of games that are easy to recommend out there right now.
1: We could even make it interesting, narrow it down to like a ten or fifteen. Lame. I think there's two. I think there's more than ten, maybe fifteen,
0: or, or top twenty. I guess we did top twenties for a long time, but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess we just do twenty-five.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we uh, reviewed the crap out of Saints and Sinners chapter two for everybody here. Uh, like I said, AJ's review is up on his channel already, so make sure you go and subscribe to him and watch his uh, his review. Mine will be up later tonight on the channel, uh, and, uh, and so stay tuned for that. It's time for PSVR 20 questions. Uh, If you guys don't know how this works, I've got a game in my head right up here. And it's a PSVR 1, maybe a PSVR 2 game. I don't know, man. It could be either or. And uh, AJ has 20 yes or no questions with all of your help in only six minutes to figure out what PSVR 1 or PSVR 2 game it is. AJ, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this.
1: Wait. Well, okay. You want to get that donation first? (laughs)
0: oh uh yeah yeah let me just go over here to the chat that's really backed up stupid donkey with the 10 dollars tip says how does vr grow in this post covid world can we get vr headsets on display in stores um i hope
1: so because that's what's gonna sell vr yeah
0: it does kind of suck uh but you know what Like, like things are getting back to normal like extremely quickly um you know, there could easily be somebody uh, wiping the thing down, like who's in charge of that. Uh, I mean, that's something that should have been happening with PSVR1 anyway, right? Like if it was on a kiosk or something, there should be somebody stationed there to like, you know, get some sanitary wipes and make sure that it's all clean before the next person puts it on their face. Like COVID, no COVID, clean that shit, right? They leave, they leave like wet
1: wipes and stuff out there. I, I go to the arcade from time to time, like pretty much once every six months, I go to the arcade and yeah the the vr gets played man it's surprising um like it, it gets played more than a lot of the other stuff out there a lot of the other games so it's really really encouraging to see um people playing beat saber star wars some other things and yeah, yeah. um but yeah demo demo kiosk would be nice too Demo kiosk would be all right great.
0: agreed uh all right man well let's uh let's do this thing are you ready Let's do this. Honey, Mark, get this. Go. Has this game
1: been announced for PSVR 2? Yeah, sure. Oh, nice. Is this game currently available on PSVR 2? Yes. Um, so it's a PSVR 2 game. Hmm. Does it have. Dinosaurs, zombies, robots, cowboys, ninjas, ghosts, dragons, or monsters in the game?
0: God, I, I think I got that full list. No.
1: <laughs> wow, none of those.
0: Uh, d- dinosaurs, that, that... zombies, robots, cowboys, ninjas, ghosts, dragons, or monsters. No.
1: Thank you, Scott Jessico, for helping us narrow it down. Um, does this game support anything other than the orbs? Yes. Is it a racing game? No. That's 5. 5. Is it a rhythm game?
0: No. Ooh.
1: What other What other uh games use the dual sense or something else? Well, it would have to be dual sense, right? Um Let's see here. I said it's it's not a racing game. Oh, awesome asteroid. Res, te- well Res supports the the Wait, maybe that's Okay, okay. Okay, you guys got this. Um, well, it's not a rhythm game. Is it a game in space? Yes, it is. Is it made by Strange Game Studios?
0: It is made by Strange Game Studios is this game awesome asteroids well it's certainly not regular asteroids <laughs> AJ it is absolutely <laughs> awesome asteroids game february 22nd 2023 by strange game studios supports the HOTUS as well as uh, the uh the dual sense controller dual sense okay as Michelle would say have you
1: played it is it any good I haven't played it yet really dude I still have like yeah, I still have like probably six games I haven't played yet.
0: What are your thoughts on Easy Platinum's AJ? <laughs> Ooh, I
1: kind of like Easy Platinum. I kind of
0: like Easy Platinums too. Also, um, you unlock these uh, uh, heat-seeking eye-tracked missiles after like the second yes. or third stage or something like that. Very cool. Very cool. It is you know this is this is a budget eight-dollar game. Uh, this is this is a fun little uh, game just to kind of grab and. Uh, and and play, it it should only take you a few hours to get through. Um, I, I do love eye tracking as well. Like eye tracking gameplay.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really liking that so far.
0: Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And now that, and, and Reggie's patched it. And so, uh, so, you know, most people weren't seeing the frame rate issues that I was seeing. So again, I found out very quickly that I'm perceptible to, uh, or susceptible to, uh, to frame rates where other people are not, um, and, uh, and it's, it, it runs super silky smooth now. And uh, so it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Cool. Um, also, if uh, if you don't have PSVR 2, you guys, uh, Reggie's going into CERT for, uh, for PSVR 1 uh, on PlayStation 4. So you can pick up awesome asteroids eventually on PSVR 1. Keep an eye out uh, for that. <sighs> what are you doing tonight, AJ? Anything good? Dude... I am going
1: to go put gas in my car. (laughs) You can do all the things that you've raced home
0: and couldn't do.
1: So that I can drive to work tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) I am 100%. I'm going to hang out with Julie for a little bit. And then 100% jumping right back in to Saints and Sinners 2. Nice. Because I
0: am hooked on this game.
1: Like super hooked.
0: Yeah, I am too. I'm absolutely loving this game. I hope, God, you, we, we talked about so much stuff today and, and, and a few, in a few of the points I was like, Oh man, do I need to add that to my review? And I'm like, but you know, I'm like, just I, I've, I've done this review in the strangest way possible and, and I just keep adding and adding and adding to it. It's going to be one of the longest reviews I've ever put out and I don't want that to be a thing. Although please leave me a comment and let me know if you like how in depth I go with this one. Uh, I don't know, man. Like it's just, it's just a lot. It's like a lot. You know what I mean? a lot. I don't think reviews need to be 10 minutes long. However, let me know what you think of it. Also, don't forget to subscribe to AJ's channel. Also, thank you, everybody out there, everybody who changed their name to GameCat. You're awesome, and you love us almost as much as we love you. Thank you, everybody out there who helped AJ with 20 questions, who supports us on patreon.com slash withoutprogames, who hung out during the chat, who tipped during the chat, and of course, all of you who sit back, watch the show, and don't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. Oh, shit, it's Monday. AJ, can I... Can I cue the cat? Cue the
1: motherfucking cat, Brian. Because I want to say see you guys on West Day and Happy Saints and Sinners launch night to everybody who pre-ordered it. Hope you guys enjoy a bunch. To Flame Hat, the game cat yeah. says fire, fire, fire. Diego Darko VR, uh, what is up, dude? <coughs> wow! <teammate>. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I I missed the uh, I missed the mute button. Sorry. <laughs> looper the underground game cat chris fothenberry he says it's my birthday today happy fucking birthday chris fothenberry wah, wah, wah. <laughs> happy birthday <dude. laughs> adam vr uh what up man shape vr the uh the anim- animorph game cat what up man gosh i f- to you bit jello boy 30 that jiggly gamer cat looper Woo-hoo. the game cat what up man also shout out to aceville who I saw earlier. I think he was the first person I saw say awesome asteroids." So nice. shout out to you, Aceville, nice. Professor Lilith, Lilith in the house tonight. How did the uh, multiplayer event go? I want to know. I was very, I wanted to join. It was Demio, man. I'm so pissed off that I, that I really wanted to do that, but I had to get the review done. Uh, Mark Pringles, Leaf, Strange Game Studios in the house tonight. What up, man? My, mind jibe. Oh, Strange Game Studios, by the way, is my other, uh, Un, unbeaten, undefeatable Fortnite uh partner besides Kawa for the first and only time I ever played Fortnite. Yeah, this
0: is really embarrassing. You need to let this go. <laughs> Every everybody secret just, everybody secretly make, makes fun of you about it behind your back because everybody wins the first three matches in Fortnite. That's how they get you yeah,
1: hooked. I mean that's what everybody you know, you guys are just jealous mm-hmm. because I'm undefeated and yeah. you're not. So, I get it. <laughs> We're also Corey. really good at
0: it, and you're not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is true, Corey Matthew. Very, very true. Uh, Corey Massey, what's up, man? DJ Spacey, uh, Scott Jesco, Peace and Harold Philips, Game Cap for Life, Bob Zarkoff, The Underground Game Cat, Elite Name Squad in the House Secrets of Guys. You have a wonderful night. Go play yourself some Saints and Sinners uh hell yeah and i hope you have a hell of a time with the chainsaw
0: hell yeah and join us over on discord man i'm going to need all the people i can we're going to have to fill up a lobby tomorrow for pavlov so i can uh so i can learn that game inside out for review and uh and and if you guys play with me there's a good chance obviously that you'll end up in the review so fucking awesome shit uh tomorrow guys tomorrow all day tuesday i'm gonna be playing pavlov love you guys good night meow